Hello, and this is Hazel Rogers, recording for the classic Hazel podcast, episode one, replacing an episode that I now consider to be cringe, but which has had, to this date, 54 listens by God knows who. Um, I'm, I'm, I do my podcast with Anchor, so you get the analytics fairly simply listed for you, which I find quite exciting. Um... 54 listens is quite a lot for what I consider to be a fairly poor podcast. But um, but anyway, I mean, probably about five listens of me, at least. Um, but yeah, so because this is going to be a fairly introductory and uh, uh, preliminary podcast for a podcast that I would like to span many years... And to span many guests. I don't know who I'll invite to be guests on it. Um, I'm hoping to... I'm hoping to have regular people on all the time. And I, I actually... I, I feel like I used to listen to podcasts with only one person speaking for a very long time. Because I found it distracting to have them consistently talking to different people. Because I'd rather listen to them. Um, but actually, I like the interaction between people who... Um, who can laugh together and have a good time together. So, I might... Yeah, there's a, I have a few people in mind. We'll see. Um, it's raining today in London, um, which is really nice because it's been really fucking hot recently. Um, and I've just realised I really wanted to make a bread. I've got... Oh, well, it's fine. Um, so, yeah, like I said, I'm not sure what to speak about today. Because um, I'm not sure what's on my mind. Hmm... I don't know. We're spanning two minutes now. I'm hoping to get this to like 20 minutes. At least. Maybe when I get talking. Because I don't really want to edit the podcast. So I feel like when you edit podcast, I'm, I'm not, not not placing shade upon anyone. But I, I feel as though sometimes when you edit a podcast, if you don't do it right, it can sound like shit. So I don't really, and I don't really have the time to be editing this podcast. So I want it to be as crisp and impressive as I can make it so um yeah what are you going to speak about today um I'm looking around my apartment for inspiration hmm maybe I could speak about my garden you know because recently I've discovered that my particular I don't, I'm not sure whether it's the level of sunlight or the proximity to the rest of the honestly if I'm honest hang on um sorry fruit fly God bless. Um, okay, I'm back to the garden. To the rest of the unkempt garden. Um, but I made a, a vegetable patch, which um, actually was trampled by my scaffolders, but anyway. Um, I planted some spinach, which is being absolutely fucking devoured by slugs. Um, however much I try to deter them or throw them. I mean, I... I, I, I don't throw them hard. I mean, I throw them into the into the rest of the undergrowth, like a meter away. Um, but they always seem to find their way back. But even if they don't eat the spinach, which is still, it's looking so pitiful. When I say I've been growing this for fucking weeks, and it still looks pitiful as fuck. I, yeah. But anyway, it gets it gets like burnt. I was about to say freezer burnt, but I mean sunburn. Like the leaves get burnt because I don't think spinach likes. Um, Maybe I should just... I could just look it up, but I'm not going to. Um, I, I feel like it doesn't like direct sunlight for some reason, so 
that's not going well. I'm growing some kind of herb, which I believe to be mint basil. Um, I found it on the street when I was going walking um, a while back, and that's flowering. So I'm not sure whether to cut off the, some of the flowers because I know that when you, sometimes when herbs or plants flower, that means they'll stop producing fruit or leaves. That might be complete bullshit. Mm, anyway, I'm also growing tomatoes, which are going much better than they did when I lived in Brighton. But anyway, and also lettuce, which I've harvested once and is now continuing to grow. I'm looking at it outside at my window and I'm hoping those aren't aphid seeds. No, I don't think they are. Um, because I discovered that using apple cider vinegar, a mix of apple cider vinegar and, vinegar and soap. I mean, you can tell me if this is completely inaccurate, but apple cider vinegar and soap together on um, soil and plants apparently kills aphids. Apparently their bodies can't handle it. They just start disintegrating or hardening. I'm not sure. Again, I'm probably speaking at my ass, but um, I've actually put my snake plant out there because it got horrific root fly. As of my cheese plant, but I taped that up, um, so that's still in here, and I, the root flies seem to have dwindled. So I think we're doing okay. But the um, um, yeah, the snake plant that's outside is actually doing really well. I, I feel like I put it out fairly late in the. Uh, it, I mean, regarding heat and everything, I feel like we've had frost since, so she's doing completely fine. I mean, she probably needs repotting. That pot's fucking tiny. Um, but yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, I don't know what to do with my garden. I feel like I don't really have the time at the moment to absolutely dedicate to fully fucking tearing all of that stuff down. And also, I feel kind of bad because I quite like a wild garden. I also feel like it's quite good for bees because there's lots of different types of things, but I don't know and I don't know how long I'll be here but anyway um yeah maybe that's enough about the garden honestly as I said I'm not a particularly adept gardener but I have had a few harvests I harvested some thyme which is now drying up a bit um drying up a bit in its pot but I harvested quite a bit of that and I used that um and I really need to hoover but anyway what should we speak about guys I don't know um Oh, I'm really delaying going to the toilet now. I should have gone to the toilet before I started recording. But, um... Yeah, I, I like I like the idea of forgetting that I'm recording. Not that that's going to happen, because I'm holding the phone up to my mouth. But I could speak to you like I'm on the phone. Um, I'm also growing spinach in here, which is going quite well. But again, I need to look up how to sow it, because the leaves are getting smaller and smaller as they travel up the plant. I'm not sure whether to chop them off and harvest them. I mean, I suppose you could tell me these things, but I could just look them up. Um, but yeah. Um, um, God, what are we going to talk about? Maybe I could make some bread while I'm talking. Maybe the audio is really shit in here, though, actually. Um, so I could make the bread in here. Um, or just sit on my bed. Um... So, yeah. God. It's funny when I put the microphone to my face, I can't think what to talk about. And the idea that someone will listen to this and be remotely interested in the calibre of my gardening seems implausible to me. I could take my washing out. Maybe I could take my washing out. Mm. Anyway. So, yeah. 
God, there's some utter silences in this. I feel like I'm quite a chatty person. I feel like I talk quite a lot. And I can't get it out once I start recording. Um, that's it. Maybe I'll tell you about what I'm writing at the moment. So I wrote a play recently, which I need to start editing. And it's called Factory Line. I mean, at the moment, it's called Factory Assembly Line. I was about to call it Factory Line Workers. But yeah, so it's called Factory Assembly Line. It's about four factory workers um, who... I basically cast the play so that it's three women or um, female-identifying people and then a young straight man Um, because there's a lot of verbal and physical violence put upon this man. So I feel like I don't want to exacerbate any kind of stereotyping or anything by making that like a him his identity a thing though i i don't know i don't know if what once i send it out people can do what they fucking like if they like it i don't know i feel like it's quite good but i i don't know maybe it's difficult to judge these things maybe equally as i hate the podcast that i created just over a year ago or maybe it is and maybe it's just under a year ago um equally as i detest that now maybe i'll end up hating this um but yeah, so progressively, the verbal violence and the obvious patronising and um, uh, belittling language that the, these women use towards this guy, who's called Nathaniel, um, yeah, it keeps worsening and worsening and worsening throughout the course of the play. And then finally, it comes to a head at the end, when, um, hang on, my phone's gone black, there we go, um, when finally, um, G, who's the big dog in the play, um, maybe I shouldn't tell you this, no, I will, um, finally, G, like, G, who's in love with her machine, so I said they, they're, uh, they also, they all work on a factory assembly line, this is a really roundabout fucking way of telling you about the play, um, so G works, so they all work on this factory assembly line. Nathaniel's at the bottom of it, so kind of implying that he's at the bottom of the ranks, and then the rest of the women go up, up until there's G. Um, and G works with the machine, and she loves the machine, like she's in love with the machine. Um, it's her entire life, and when she sleeps, she dreams about it. Um, she thinks about fucking it. She is everything in her life is about this machine. Um, and yeah, you could take it as a metaphor for something. Um, but I haven't solidified what that metaphor will be, and I don't know if I ever will, so I feel like people can just interpret that their own way. But anyway, um she make at the end she makes this game G with the four workers including her, and she says, Right, we're all gonna swap machines. I'm gonna be on Nathaniel's um rung so at the bottom and then nathaniel has to go up to number four which is cheese position and she he says no i can't do that like there are regulations i can't i can't do that um and she says we're gonna fucking do it and she pushes him um onto the machine and the machine chops his hand off um and the last bit of the play is them all together 
uh, all the factory line workers together saying, why me? Why me? This wasn't meant to be. This wasn't hap- what meant to happen. Not to me. I can't live like this. Da, 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 da. Um, yeah. And maybe I'll get deep here. I I guess I wrote it because I feel like we we always end we end up everyone ends up at that position at some point in their life, whether it's an injury. Like I know when I get injured, I've been injured a few times in sport. That all I can think is like, why me? Why me? And it feels like the worst thing in your life at that point. But then also, equally equally when when you're in a certain position in your life, so maybe someone breaks up with you, maybe I don't know you fucking hate your job and you come back one day or you've been sacked from your job or, or whatever it is. I feel like you always get this thing like, why me? Why does it have to be me out of everyone? Or maybe someone dies. I mean, that's quite extreme, but equally, this it's kind of the same thing. You're like, why me? Why does it have to be me? Why couldn't it be someone else? But everyone has that. I was speaking with someone I work with today. Um, Oh god, what point was I about to make? Oh my god, I completely lost my fucking train of thought. Oh god. Um oh yeah, okay, I remember. So I'm speaking with my employer today. Um whose book I'm about to start reading. He's a lovely guy. Um but yeah, so we were speaking I was I don't even know how we got onto this in terms of our conversation. Maybe it was about feeling depressed or feeling down because I was feeling pretty shitty today and um I guess I kind of said in a in a way to me it's comforting to think like regardless of whether we end up in a partnership whether we end up finding love whether we end up finding all these things which I feel like we all will inevitably will do regardless of if it's a relationship whatever but that's besides the point um even if we believe that we'll be on our deathbed with all these people around us which most of us will be, unless you're fucking horrible. I mean, you know, or very secluded. We'll all end up with people around us when we die. Or if, you, I guess you died in an accident, but even then, I I'm getting away from the fucking point. Um, you're still dying alone. Everyone dies alone. I mean, it, does, it doesn't matter if you have those people around you. Argu- I mean, inarguably, you're still alone in the process of death. And in the process of birth, I mean, you're you're alone once you get chopped off your mother, and even then, you're still alone. No one else is. I mean, I'm a twin, so I can <laughs> so I can say, yeah, I wasn't alone when I was born, but I was born alone. I mean, I, I I was just this baby that was alone in the world, and I feel like well, that's the same thing when you die, and I find that really comforting. But this end of this play to me is like, it's like we always think that we always like to think that we'll be like that we're connected to people in some way and we are I'm not saying that we're not um and I believe that we are in 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 different ways but oh my god my phone's gonna die fuck um but I'm talking kind of unspiritually unspiritually that we are all alone and so yeah that's what the end of this play is like we're all alone living our own regardless of whether our human experience is the same as everyone else and I think it's kind of comforting in a way to think that but yeah, uh, maybe that isn't what I'm trying to say. I'm not sure what I'm trying to say. Um, but yeah, that's the play I wrote with a massive fucking spoiler. So if you can't see it, don't tell anyone. Um, if it ever gets put out, if it ever becomes comes to anything. Um, but I'll be performing a little bit of that 
of that play um, at some point. Um, not next week. Maybe the week after or maybe the week after that. I'm not sure. Not that anyone's going to listen to this podcast prior to then and decide to come. But retrospectively, you can know that I performed some of this play with some other people. Um, I mean, I was obliged to. It was as part of an assignment. But um, yeah, I need to edit it because now I'm reading it and I'm going, oh, fuck, this is some of its bollocks. But then again, then again. I've learnt time and time again that it doesn't... It does matter if a play is very, very badly written, so you're just trying to put too much in one play. But I feel like it doesn't really matter how bad the lines are in a play. If you know your intention, if you know your incentive for saying the line, you can make it good. You can kind of make anything good. Um, The Ibsen's Lady from Sea. If anyone who... Studies, yeah, whatever. Um, Ibsen's Lady from the Sea. Reading it just as a script, just as a play, it's okay. I'm not. It's not bad. I mean, it's all. It it ends kind of as a happy ending, whatever. Um, with some unsettled, some unsettled emotion in the middle. So it's like we start out kind of. Um, mediocre some issues the issues come to a head and then happy days the end um in a sense um for most characters but i don't think it's that i don't think it's necessarily that um god what's the fucking word um she can't think of the word. Um, see, ingenious is not at all the word I want to say. I just don't think it's necessarily like an incredible play. But but I think I'm, we made it work. I and the other people I worked with made it work. And watching their work, watching other people play these characters, I was thinking, fuck, this is such a good... This is so good, or they're so good, or this is such a good play. When Actually, when we read it together... I was like, oh, I mean, yeah, I didn't think it was bad. But I didn't think it was necessarily amazing either. But anyway, yeah. Um, The person, the tutor, if you will, who's working with us on making, um, on writing these plays or these performance pieces, a.k.a. mine, a factory assembly line, um, told us to have... um, God, I could get it up right now, what he told us to have for them. Um, He kind of told us to have a specific, like, want or desire for all of our characters and told us to have a fairly stereotypical narrative arc for the play. Um, And I... And part of my play is that that I don't don't want there to be... Maybe I want or... or, I mean... Right take it easy (laughs) he told us to have for the characters to have or the protagonist to have an aim that ends up being fulfilled by the end or at least they know what to do now to fulfill it but part of the point of my play is that I don't want them I don't want the characters to ever achieve anything um or I or I want 
them not to achieve it because I think I don't know I kind of like plays where nothing it's not just about plays where nothing happens but it's where like you get kind of thrown off because you expect something to occur on the other side of the obstacle that brings everything else back up but I like the idea of this just being a true of my play God, this sounds fucking grand, but of being a truism of life, that often there are things that we go for, and often either we fucking just leave them to the side and forget about them, or we don't succeed because maybe we're not good enough, or like literally maybe we're just not good enough at this particular thing, be it drawing, whatever. Or maybe, yeah, maybe we weren't ever committed, or maybe we get distracted by something which, yeah takes our mind off that thing altogether and G the main character of the play like it's like it, to me writing her character writing about her character aside from the play was I literally mean by the side of the play um, the, writing her character my thought process was basically that she had aims to be an artist she wanted to be an artist um, and I don't specify what kind of artist um, because maybe because I feel like she hasn't even told me if you know what I mean. Um, so she wanted to be an artist, and she started working at the factory in order to fund that. But maybe she never found the means. Maybe her she had horrific family situations at home. Maybe it became just something that she forgot about, and therefore her work became her life, and she was never ever happy and when she ever heard about other people having dreams akin to her own that just made her fucking angry and made her want to put them down or to break them down in some way using her own ego or using whatever and I've had people like that in my life before or people who um say oh yeah maybe I don't know I don't know like maybe you won't be able to do that um and I kind of wanted that to be the point of the play that no one ever gets anything, but anyway. But speaking about the people who've, who I've had that with before, like I, I've had, I, you know, it's funny. Um, when I was walking, it's not funny. It's a turn of phrase. Um, when I was walking along in Brighton once, when I lived there, um, I came across uh, someone who I knew from my hometown who I went to um, college with. Um, by college... I mean, for the non-English speakers of the podcast, or non non-English native, um, I mean specifically like it's not high school. Maybe it's high school. It's basically from sixteen to eighteen in the UK's college. Um, so basically, I came across this girl, and she asked me what I was doing because I said I was moving out to Brighton I said oh well I got in to study a master's in medieval um studies at uh, Birkbeck in London but I'm I'm also trying out for drama school um which I did get into in the end which I'm doing now um and she said oh really oh, I, I didn't see that for you and I thought oh my fucking what do you mean what does that mean like, what do you mean by that? I don't know if it's insecurity. I don't know if she just said it offhand, off the cuff, and didn't really mean it. But I thought it was so fucking weird. What a weird thing to say. I don't know. I, I mean, do you know what I... Yeah, I was going to say, do you know what I mean? You can't answer, but... 
I think it's so fucking weird. And I have a girl who I study with um, who has a similar kind of a, a story of that ilk where she, where um, a friend that she knew um, said to her, so she said that she'd um, gotten a callback for a particularly prestigious drama school uh, in the UK. And the girl said, oh, really? I don't see... Um, that put in name of particular drama school. I don't, I don't see that particular drama school for you. I see you more as like a, and then she named another drama school like that kind of like vibe. Like I see you more as like that, and it's a running joke that we do to each other now. But I just thought, what a fucking weird thing to say if you're insecure about yourself or if you're, again, not saying that these people were. But I'm just saying it's a weird thing that I wouldn't say. But I'm equating all that to my play. But um, this sounds like a promo for my play. Genuinely, it's just a it's a play that that hasn't been anywhere except my laptop and maybe someone else's phone or maybe their laptop, maybe one other person. But that's it. Um, but anyway, um, I've been talking for twenty five minutes and my phone's on four percent and I need a wee so badly. Um, I should call my sister and my brother. Um, but aside from that, I do feel a bit depressed today. I feel a bit down. It's quarter to nine here, nine p.m. and I and I want to get some more work done, but I can't get my I can't make myself do it. I mean, I what have I got to do? I've got to do something definitely for tomorrow, and I just can't. I don't know. I was going to do an article as well. I was going to start an article called um, about. Um, Hustle culture not being a bad thing. I mean, I'm, like I said, I don't think it's a good thing. But then again... Then again, I don't think it's bad to work hard. I listened to a podcast recently, and uh, the girl who was on it was saying... that there was, a, there was a guy who was asking her quick-fire questions at the end of the podcast. And he asked her... Um, he said, so there's like a movement at the moment that's like anti-work movement and she said oh really and i and i got what she meant because i i mean it sounds kind of meaningless to say that but but i got i got what he was saying he was saying that you know that people are saying like oh you shouldn't work that hard as hard as that like you should have a balance but for so many fields you can't have a balance if you want to make either enough money to just live or enough or get enough success or put your you know especially for acting which i'm trying to do now you need to put so much fucking work into that constant dedication of your time all the time in order to get anywhere like you can't just be like oh like um, i don't know like i just i just don't feel like acting today like i just don't feel like doing that audition today you can't fucking do that because otherwise you're not going to get anywhere so i kind of got what she meant she's like oh right well like i worked really hard like when she was she like never when she was doing her revision for exams she never fucking went out she never went out and i'm not saying do that i mean i i like going out i i had a pretty chill day today i'll i'll be i learned a script and i did i did some other things i did some stuff yesterday and but like even then it's my weekend and i'm still committing to doing some work like and i don't know at the moment i feel like i'm I don't really know how to express it. But do you ever get it when sometimes there's there's a moment where 
where you're about to come into work or into your place of study or something and you're about to come into the room like you arrive at the place and you go into the room and you think I can't do this anymore like I can't be with these people I can't do this anymore it's nothing to do with the people and it's all to do with you but you just think god I can't do this anymore because life is so fucking so intense sometimes and sometimes I just don't want to talk to anyone ever and sometimes I just feel so irritable like I'm like and I just want to say shut the fuck up all the time to everyone but then I don't feel bad about that because I don't I try not to play up on that I try not to actually do it but yeah I don't know like I said at this point I'm rambling and I've gone through many many different topics um and it's father's day today in the UK and happy father's day to any fathers listening um and maybe next podcast I'll talk about the walk I did in the Surrey Hills because it was a really insane night or maybe I'll talk about it now (laughs) why don't I just talk about it I still have four percent so let's just talk about it now um and let's be honest, I'm not going to do any more fucking work. I should really get my washing out of the washing machine, which I will do. Now, um, oh, it's not dry. You know, I accidentally, oh, it doesn't, it doesn't even smell that good. Fuck's sake. Um, so I accidentally, I, I normally don't put my dryer on for the entire cycle because electricity is really expensive at the moment. So I normally put it on for a bit. And then turn it off. But I went out for the whole day. So I didn't have the opportunity to turn it off. Um, So it went on for the full fucking two hours fifty. And it's still not dry. So who's laughing? Not me. Um, So let's talk about the walk in the Surrey Hills. So I went on a walk, was it last week? I don't think it was last week. I think it was the week before. Yeah, it was the week before. I don't remember what I did last week. But um, yeah, so it was a night after. It was not that night. It was, yeah, it was like a one, two nights after going off on a mad one because we had a couple of days off for the Jubilee weekend. Um, and I went on an absolute fucking slam dunk of a night. But it ended up not being slam dunk by the end. But it was it was fairly popping at the start. I was getting pretty off my face. I was drinking a fair bit. Um, and then it kind of fizzled out a bit. But it, it was still fun. Uh, but then a couple of days after that, um, I decided to go on a spontaneous hike with my partner. Um, and hiking camp. Because... Um, uh, we tried to get an Airbnb and didn't un- end up getting one because uh, the lady was away. So we went for a, a hike and it was my first long hike in a long time with a heavy bag. And it was fairly humid. Um, and I had the tent in my bag and sleeping ba- sleeping bags and some gin and some tonic and and some sushi. <laughs> because <laughs> we I just we went to like um my partner bought sushi beforehand and then we had um um we went to the M&S in this little village called Dorking uh, before we went out so we had like some G&T ready for the evening and we had sushi and it was really nice but anyway we went on this fat walk um had a little plunge and there's a little bit called the stepping stones it's like a river that goes fuck what's the river I'm trying to remember what the river's called, and I can't remember for the life of me, and I won't, yeah. Um, 
so so yeah so we walked up um and did a, a long hike then we settled down to camp and i looked it, at, at my phone for pretty much the first time of the day and saw that it said it was going to thunderstorm and i've been caught in a thunderstorm before in france like uh two and a half years ago no um how long ago a year and a half ago oh it feels like fucking way longer it might be way longer i'm not sure but a year and a half ago um my partner and i went um hiking through france and i didn't bring it i i said oh no we'll be fine because we were going to bring a tent and we thought oh my it'll be really heavy we don't need a tent because every time i've gone to france from when i was little up to now it hasn't fucking rained at all. It, like, no, no, that's not true. I know I said that. It, it rains like once. We have a rain day, a, like a genuine, like, rain day in inverted commas. And the days are right off and it's fine and we chill out and it's nice and we read listening to the rain. And so I thought it'd be like that. But for some reason, really fucking thundery summer and we got caught in a thunderstorm right next to the sea. We weren't actually on the beach. We were few hundred meters away but in like a full one of the biggest thunderstorms i've ever seen and i woke up we were under these trees of all fucking places and my partner was completely drunk so he was still asleep and i woke up and i thought oh my god he's dead well he's obviously dead and i'm going to die too it was so fucking loud there was so much lightning it was insane it was absolutely hurt. but anyway so uh, uh, on that particular occasion we ran into the town soaking wet everything just soaked went into a hotel lobby and tried to sleep there um and that yeah oh my god it was so intense when i say i was like crying and like hyperventilating saying i'm gonna die it's obvious i'm gonna die what are they gonna do? like what are my parents gonna gonna think they're just gonna be told by the french authorities oh your child just died under these fucking trees and this shitty thunderstorm rather than it was like a particular national holiday in france and so we couldn't get a hotel we were gonna get one everyone said i'll oh, sleep under sleep under the stars it'll be lovely uh but anyway yeah so um but anyway so i was there in the surrey hills a couple of weeks ago looked at my phone it said heavy rain intense fucking thunderstorm or whatever language the Met Office uses to describe a big thunderstorm. And I started feeling nauseous. Not like I was going to throw up. Like, I knew I probably wasn't going to throw up. But I was just, like... We just had a few G&Ts. And I just was, like, I'm going to die tonight. It's This is my time. I'm going to die. And I kept saying to my partner, I was like, I'm... To my partner, I was saying, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to be, you know... A vapid cunt, or a, I suppose vapid isn't the right word. Um, it's literally just because I heard the word vapid a load of times yesterday on something we were watching. So I'm just using the word vapid, but it's absolutely not the right term. Um, flaccid, maybe like flaccid. Because um, there are a few words I don't want to use on this podcast, just in case people eat me up. I was going to say pussy cunt, but yeah, I mean, I've said it now. Um, so I don't want to be a pussy, but like, I, I, I feel like I'm going to die. I'm in a fight or flight. And my body's telling me flight. And I wish to fly away from it. I want to pack up the fucking tent, which is just spent an hour and a half putting up. Because we'd never put up that particular tent before. Um, and I want to run away. Or I want to find a hotel. Or I just want to get on a train. And he was like, okay. 
and he was just he, he didn't speak much because I think he just wanted me to reason myself out of going that we'd be fine because um, we were at the base of the hill and so obviously if lightning struck it would hit the top of the hill logically the only danger would be any flowing water nearby and there wasn't any um and I ended up calling my fucking father um <laughs> because I feel like if my dad isn't um anxious about something then it's probably fine um and I called him and he was like oh you'll be fucking f- come on you'll be fine and so I did end up chilling out and the thunderstorm didn't even happen um but I have to say I was awake for a while um there was an owl actually we heard an owl and I haven't heard an owl outside in ages and ages and that was really cool um but yeah um that was the hike and then we hiked back but yeah it was just it was just quite a long walk I was absolutely when I saw demolished the next day we took the train back into London we bought some some expensive strawberries from the market near my partner's house and some bread and we ate so much and um we lay down and for some reason I started looking up uh different um breeds of cat and we were looking at them and my eyes, my head was just flopping forwards and then come back up. I was like, I feel really tired. And he said, oh, why don't we just have a nap? And I was like, okay, maybe like 20 minutes because I feel like you feel quite, I've heard purportedly, you feel really shit if you have too long because you start, oh, I didn't know the sign. I was about, to... I shouldn't keep bullshitting because people just, not that anyone cares about my podcast enough to call it out, but um, um, I said, I feel like it will be, like it doesn't make you feel good and he said oh that's fine put it on for 20 minutes I put it on for 20 minutes and I realized I realized I wasn't asleep yet so I thought okay I put it on for 25 I fell asleep and while apparently it went off but then my partner turned it off we slept for two hours and I never nap I'm not a napper I know some people are but I'm so not a napper um and so yeah but my legs were demolished. Everything about me was just absolutely fucking blown. But I was really glad we did it. And it made me want to go on really long hikes. Because it's so much fun. I feel like you see so much and you notice so much. And there's also something really gratifying about walking a really long fucking way. Feeling absolutely shattered afterwards. So so satisfying. But then, yeah, with the tent stuff, I, I am kind of fine with camping. But I do still get a little bit like someone's going to come in and rape me or like, that's a really extreme but like someone's gonna come kill me or steal something or i'm gonna hear a rustling it's a warthog yeah i don't know um i don't know although i'm gonna get bugs all over me yeah um i thought of the word warthog so i said it but i feel like it i thought it's gonna be funny but i don't think they'll land um but yeah, I need to get over that because I really love camping. And I really love walking. Um, but yeah, I feel like I'm kind of drained now. Of I mean, now all I'm thinking is I need to put up my washing and I don't want to go to bed really late. I still need to tidy up. I've done nothing since I got home apart from start to record this. Um, and I've been home for like three hours. I mean, that's not that long. Um, and I feel like I deserve to chill for a bit, for a moment. And I need to make some bread. So I really should get off this podcast and I really need a wee. Like, I'm really desperate for a wee. I've needed that wee since I started. Um, But anyway, yeah. It's been nice talking to my quiet phone with no one talking back at me. Um, 
But like I said, I feel like I'll, I'll get people to come and talk on the poddy and to chat with me and to make funny chats. Though I feel like I'll have to... If I do do that, I feel like I'll have to edit it. Whereas with this, I don't really mind not editing it. I'm aware that there'll be some little gaps in my t in my chat because I can't... I mean, it's quite difficult to sustain a stream of thought when you're not focusing it on a particular person or that you haven't scripted it. Because I just... I'm, I'm aware that I kept floating off in different directions. So um, I'm also aware that I'm speaking really... Most of the time, I've been speaking very clearly. Whereas when I'm with when I'm with someone else, I'm sure that I'll start fading off or like not being heard. And also that I have to hold the phone up to us. I don't know how natural it'll be. I don't know. We'll see. But I really I love recording. I I, I love listening to podcasts. I think they're so cool. I would absolutely fucking love to make this podcast a thing. So if you enjoy this, give me a rating and share far and wide. And share to your gardening folk, and your walking folk, and your acting folk, and um, yeah, thank you so much. I feel a bit sad that I'm going to shut it off because I've enjoyed talking. But anyway, yes, um, my name's Hazel Rogers, and I'm recording for Classic Hazel, the podcast. <laughs>